Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit fabnt.com for details. Member FDIC. Brandon Moving in Storage Hotline, brandonmoving.com. Hunter Juracek joining us. And Hunter, I don't know how many times you've gotten a lead in with a prayer, but uh, you're welcome. We're all looking out for you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. That's a great way to start the interview. There you go. So, listen, uh, we appreciate your leadership here. You've been very outspoken and very much in the forefront on this thing. And, um, I mean, it's a tough time for everybody. There are so many things to consider. We've talked to some other people in your industry this week. Um, but every day it seems like something new pops up, and it's a fluid situation. From your perspective, what's the latest? What are the, the things that are currently on the top of your list? Well, guys, I think the first thing is I think we've gotten to the finish line of a week-long sprint. Uh, that started last Wednesday in Nashville and, and really uh, culminated with the cancellation of the remainder of the spring sports season earlier this week. You know, we had the cancellation of the, the men's basketball tournament. We put on hold our spring sports uh, in hopes that this COVID-19 virus, uh, that may be a light at the end of the tunnel. That does not appear at least to happen during the course of the spring season. So we were in a sprint for about a week, and now we just started uh, what I think will be a long marathon as we head into this for the next 30, 60, 90 days, it's very fluid. And so now we've turned our attention to how do we get to the start of the 2021 athletic season with soccer and football and volleyball and cross country, our main fall sports. You have, you, 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 you do such a great job of providing answers and, and, and you're in touch with people who have answers, but in a time like this, when, Sometimes there aren't answers. How how difficult is that for, for you? That's difficult for all of us. And I, I think it's not just in college athletics. It's throughout our country. I mean, there's a number more questions than there are answers right now. And anytime you think you have the answer, uh, then the question changes within the hour. So, you know, we're having to formulate plans for if we're able to get our student athletes back on campus in May or if they're coming back in June or if they're coming back in July or if that's August. And, you know, and if that's August and these young men and women have been away for 120 days from their strength conditioning coaches and their nutritionists and their athletic trainers, um, we've got to be very uh, thoughtful in how we start the fall season because these student athletes, they spend their entire spring and summer training collectively with their teammates under the direction of a certified strength conditioning coach Many of them now don't have gyms they can go to. Most of the gyms throughout well, throughout our state, for sure, are, are, are now closed. And so where are they working out? And so as we look towards the start of the fall season, we've got to be very cognizant about the health and safety and well-being of our student-athletes as we look to restart an athletic season. Uh, I saw a comment that you had made maybe to another radio station about the financial ramifications related to baseball. We've often wondered, does baseball make money? I know in many schools it doesn't. Uh, this is not a time of year typically where sports are revenue generating. But my understanding was, and Reedy, if I read the tweet correctly, that uh, baseball does make money. And this will be, from a budgetary standpoint, impactful on the, the overall bottom line, which I know is not the primary you know focus right now, but it is a factor, obviously. Absolutely. And we're blessed that our baseball program is one of the few across the country that does generate a profit. We will end up refunding uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of about one point seven. Uh, $1.75 million back to our fans for the cancellation of those games. And that's just tickets. That doesn't include revenue we may have derived from concessions and merchandise sales. And then 
Also impacted within that is kind of the fulfillment of our sponsorship obligations for uh, our sponsors that may have had a sign on the outfield wall or mentioned during a radio or television broadcast or promotion during the game, et cetera. But we believe that will balance itself out with some of the expense savings where our teams are no longer traveling um, on air or charter planes, uh, hotel rooms, per diems, our coaches are not out recruiting. Um, so, and then the other piece, we've been a self-sustaining athletic program, one of only 20 in the country, which means that we don't take a dollar from the university, from the state, from our students, and we've done a great job building up our reserves slash our rainy day fund. So we'll be able to cover, um, at least for the next couple of years, uh, we, what we perceive to be some uh, possible deficits in our operating budgets. We're talking with Hunter Yurchak. He's on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Uh, the Associated Press came out with a report that the Major League Baseball, they're at least considering thinking about not having a draft this year. What is the latest with the NCAA as far as spring sports and maybe giving uh, everyone or just seniors uh, their year back? We're, we're in discussions at the conference level, some recommendations to move forward to the to the NCAA. Obviously, our spring sports student-athletes, for us, that's baseball, softball, men's and women's tennis, men's and women's golf, outdoor track and field, did not have an opportunity to compete for um, much more than a third of their season. Our baseball program had not even played their first SEC baseball series. And so the student-athletes in that sport, I believe, deserve to get a year back. And really, it's hard to say it's just the seniors because the juniors, the sophomores, and the freshmen also missed out on the year. So I think it's not as simple as saying it's just the seniors. Most of the time, as in the case with our baseball program, our seniors are really juniors. Mm -hmm. And so how do you give those, not give those young men back, especially if there's not a, a major league uh, baseball draft this year? And so I think we'll move in that direction, but it's not as easy just saying you get a year back. There's uh, scholarship limitations. There's roster management issues. There's the funding of those scholarships that many of the schools at this level will be able to, to take on that burden. But there are several schools across NCAA Division One that would not be able to take on that burden of additional scholarships for their spring sports. And so while it's easy in concept to say, hey, let's just give them a year back, there's a lot of things behind the scenes that we've got to work out from a legislative standpoint before we can move forward. Hunter, how much are you communicating with your coaches right now, and is there anything you're tasking them with in addition to their normal duties related to what's going on with the COVID crisis? You know, we, we put together a communications plan recommendations for our coaches and how to stay in contact with their student athletes during this time. And that's the most important focus for our coaches right now, our current student athletes that have been kind of removed from the team environment and the structure and what is their uh, mental, physical health and well-being and uh, making sure they stay in contact with them. And that's the main thing for our coaches right now. And, of course, they're trying to figure out how to recruit without being uh, physically in front of a uh, young man or <clears throat> young woman who's a prospect at our institution. And so those are the, really the focal points of our coaches, first and foremost, uh, taking care and communicating on a regular basis with our current student-athletes. And then that recruiting process of student-athletes are, aren't able to come physically to campus or they're not physically able to go to their um, high school or to their home to see right now. Uh, Coach Pittman is talking with the media right now. and. Thank you for allowing the coaches to talk with us uh, teleconferencing. That's been great for sports guys. Uh, but what about the football team? No spring practice. Is, is there a movement to maybe give them, if this is you know all moves away and, and we get over the, 
the uh, uh, coronavirus, is there a movement to have some summer practices with coaches to be there to make up for the the loss of spring? Absolutely. There, there has to be. As I mentioned earlier, uh, these student-athletes train. Our football players started training in, in mid-January when they got back to school uh, to get to the point where we're getting ready to start spring practice, and then they would have come back in June and trained all of June and all of July just to get ready to start camp in August. And so there's going to have to be some formal coach engagement and instruction in the months of June and July that's never happened before to make sure that we're properly preparing these student-athletes to start their fall season. It just has to happen and has to evolve. And that what that looks like right now is still very fluid. A number of proposals out on the table right now. And it really just depends on when we can get back. Can we get back in late May or early June, or do we not get back to July? And so and until this thing starts to kind of shake itself out a little bit, um, we've got to have multiple plans in place for multiple dates of arrival back on campus for our student-athletes. I know you're planning for fall sports. What's your gut tell you? Do you think we'll have fall sports? I sure hope so. I, we need it as a society. Um, and, and sports is – we can say it's not important, uh, but uh, it, it's important to uh, the American people. It, it really is. Um, it, and I know I'm, I'm a little partial because I'm involved in it day to day. It's not the most important thing. You know, as I referenced many times at the University of Arkansas athletic program, I believe is the front porch to our university. I say it doesn't mean that it is the most important room in the house, but it's the most visible part of our house, the front porch. And I think that's way sports the role it plays in our society and i think that it is a huge void for all of us across this country uh, that there is literally no sports happening right now we had uh, coach neighbors on earlier this week and that's always entertaining as you well know and having chances to talk to him uh, we talked about a lot of different things and a little bit about basketball too but what are you doing personally uh, as far as passing the time when you do get a little downtime well, right now, I haven't had a great deal of downtime. I've had a number of conference calls. Yesterday was my first official day of working out of my home office, and I was on a video conference with our director's cabinet, and uh, my dog nuzzled his way into the uh, office door and hopped up in my lap when I was on a video conference. And so <laughs> I think those are things that uh, we're all dealing with as we get into um, our home working environments. And I, I share a home office with uh, my wife and my, my son that was at the University of Arkansas is now at home doing his schoolwork. And so kind of just juggling those things. And um, I'm enjoying uh, a little bit just uh, spending some time. I, I hope the weather breaks here soon in Fayetteville. We've had some rain and some cold weather here since uh, this all really started. So I'm ready for spring and to get my pool open and uh, just to spend some time with uh, my wife and my kids that I normally this time of year do not have the time to spend with them. Yeah, I think you you might have got Coach Neighbors in trouble. You may have just ratted him out that he's got all this free time on his hands. Well, AD has different responsibilities well, <laughs> than women's basketball coach, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that he, you know he he's still again he's communicating with the student athletes he's recruiting. Um, he, he's got a, a child on the way. He's got a daughter getting married. He's got a number of things <laughs> going on in his life. I'm sure his plate is still as full as it ever was, um, other than I know he would love to be coaching our women in the NCAA tournament this weekend, and they, they had earned that right, that uh, opportunity to do that. It's, it's disappointing for all of us uh, that that did not happen. Hunter, I know there's a big movement nationwide, and they're trying to target the young people because we've all seen some of the you know videos, spring break, and some of the, just the attitude of the young people that you know we're, 
It's not affecting us. We're okay. And is there anything you guys are doing with the push with your student athletes to drive home this point uh, of being safe and responsible? Yeah, that's part of the communication plan from our coaches to our student athletes to kind of listen to uh, the, the advice of the CDC, the, the health officials and the doctors that really are, are, are tracking this virus and understand how it's transmitted. And I think we've all been there. We've all been 18 to 22 year olds. We feel like we're invincible to anything that the world can throw at us. And it's hard to convince that generation. And it was the same when we were that age and same now that, uh, that this is, this is real. And, you know, the one thing is it, it you may not get sick as an 18 to 22 year old, but you may be a carrier that will make someone that you really care about sick. And so that's, I think the warning that these young folks need to heed is it, it may not be you, but it may be somebody that you really, really care about uh, that you end up um, infecting with this virus. Hunter, thanks for the time. Stay safe, and uh, we will check in again down the road, hopefully with better news. All right, guys. Well, i got plenty of time on my hands, so you just guys let me know when you need me. You're a good man. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Okay. Have a good weekend. All right, you too. All right, Bye-bye. Take care. Hunter, you're a check on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline.